So welcome back, guys. I know it has been um, a few weeks now, and um, you know I'm very excited to be back here to to make another episode. But um, I do want to just quickly say that um, I have taken those few weeks off because I was dealing with um, you know some pretty big life transitions, and you know I say that in a in a positive context, even though some of them were negative or more um, negative situations. Um, I'm, I'm very happy that I experienced those things and now I can move forward starting with a new podcast episode. That's always uh, a good sign um, for me. So I want to talk today about how uh, life rips. And now when I say that, it's from a, a comedian, um, but uh, he uses it in a humorous way in his stand-up comedy. But I actually think the saying is pretty interesting if you just like say it right first of all it's fun to say life rips but then you can kind of like what does that actually mean um and i think as we get into discussions today about how to cultivate more self-awareness and how to trust intuitive guidance how to even tell your thoughts and the things going on in your system is intuitive guidance or if it's the ego and how we can move forward after you make a decision that you thought was from a place of truth you thought was from the right place in your system and it turns out that the real decision was actually having to to you know suck up the pride and and not do that that original thing that your mind was so set out for so um you know as per usual with these episodes i do not know all the answers so if you're here looking for the perfect answer to solve all the life problems i don't have it but i figure the more that you know, I can discuss it for the podcast episodes and for you guys listening. I think the better we can both, or all, I should say, uh, understand a little bit more about some of these, you know, major life topics, so to say. And um, so, yeah, let's just get into it. Um, you know, be, before I talk like more fundamentally on on some of these things, I'll say that you know, I if you had listened to some of the um, past episodes, you would know that I went down or I had made the decision after I graduated, which was back in, I don't know, last week of May or something. Um, but I had made the decision two or three months ago that I was going to, uh, move down to Florida or I shouldn't say move, I guess, go down to Florida for the summer and run my, um, my company's like new Florida division. Um, basically starting the business up from scratch, um, by myself, and just, you know, doing what I do best in business, which is, you know, interfacing with clients, um, setting up meetings, calls, just being personable and, and, and communi- um, having good communication to try to, to try to win clients over. And so that was the plan that I was, you know, so adamant on and so excited about for the past, you know, two, three months now. And, um, you know, long story short, I got down to Florida about two weeks ago now. And after the first like four or five days, um, you know, obviously the homesickness and the adjustment was a bit tough. Um, but I, I felt like I knew I could get over that, but something in my system from day four was like, this is not right. I, business was going great. I was, you know, setting up phone calls with, with new clients, sales calls. Uh, I had, you know, four or five, photo shoots. That's what, you know, we're doing real estate photography. I had four or five photo shoots booked in the first two days, like just great, great success. It it was going, you know, 
it was going so well for in terms of the business, but I knew there was something in my system that just kept reminding me in those little pockets of time that I had where I wasn't, you know, go, go, go with work that uh, it just, it didn't feel right. And so I got to day six or seven and I said, you know what? I, I can't, I tried to fight it for so many days, um, tried to fight it moment after moment saying like, I, I want to be down here. I should be doing this. And I just couldn't shake that that God-given feeling that this just wasn't the right situation. And so, you know, thankfully on, on day like seven or eight, um, I talked to my boss who we had a pretty loose schedule and stuff with the whole situation. So fortunately it wasn't like I, you know, was moving down from a large company where like, this is, you know, it's this or nothing, right? You're this or you're fired or you find a new job. And so I talked to my boss, I'm like, listen, I don't think that being here completely by myself, um, even after meeting a few people, but like completely by myself, running the business entirely by myself, right? Doing all the photo shoots, client stuff. It just wasn't the right fit. So I, I told him, um, you know, hey, I, I've got to get out of here. And I just think that this, I know that this decision is what's best for me. It's what God wants for me, right? So like I said, long story short, I left Florida, um, worked out a thing with my landlord. It was, you know, it was literally the perfect uh, like aftermath um, to where I still run a lot of the Florida stuff from up in New York, um, you know, remotely calling, DMing clients, contracting out some work to photographer, um, photographer and videographers that we know down there. Um, you know, all those, all those different operations responsibilities, which is great while also being true to my, to myself, to my system that knew that knows what's best for me. And the reason why I tell this whole long ish story about what happened is because I want to talk today and focus on today. Um, sort of how do you cultivate like that intuitive guidance feeling, right? Because I have not always been good at it, but I do know this was a very profound example of really having to trust my intuitive guidance, my intuition to where there's no logic per se, there's no reasoning or explanation that you could, you know, put together on, okay, here's eight reasons. Like, you know, you can try to do this in your head. You can try to write it out. Eight reasons why I should stay, eight reasons why I should go. And while that might help kind of better visualize what's been going on in your the web of your mind, it, it doesn't necessarily answer the question. There are just some things in life that cannot be answered or cannot be solved is a better way to put it. No matter how much you logic and write it out and reason, there are just some things in life, some big you know life events. And I, it's funny because there's a trend right now on Instagram where it's like, um, something comes up and it's like, oh, but it's canon. So if anyone's not familiar, um, canon for shows means like it's part of the main storyline. And if it's not canon, then it's like a side thing, a side story that didn't need to be in the show. But people are, you know, making videos like, well, when you're supposed to go do this and this, but it's not canon. And then you just like leave the room and stuff. So I just thought it was really funny because that is kind of what this felt like 
you know, I had this great storyline of my life built up, right? Over the past two months, I'm going to go to Florida. I'm going to run a business by myself. It's going to be the, you know, the best thing I, I can handle it. I'm smart, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, God or whatever you believe in, um, was like, this is not canon, right? So I, this wasn't part of my story yet. And I don't know in the future if this ever becomes something, but right now, in my you know storyline of life, being down in Florida was not was not part of it. Um, it wasn't meant to be right now. And so, like I said, how do you sort of find that intuitive guidance within yourself um, to be able to guide your decisions rather than trying to control everything, rather than trying to say, I can write it out in eighteen different reasons, like why am I feeling this? Why is this happening? How is this affecting me? And to be honest, I, I don't know. I can't speak for everyone's sort of minds and how they work. But for me personally, someone that has such a, like, my mind will go forever. Sometimes even if I'm like physically exhausted and to the point where I should be sleep deprived, my mind will still go. So if I give my my mind, my ego mind, whatever you want to call it, the chance to spew out and try to analyze and reason for something like this, for for a life decision that affects my well-being, it it won't find an answer. It will just find a million different reasons in every direction why you should do this or that or this or that. And so, you know, for business, right, if anybody relates out there for business or for any job that you have where you have to do some critical thinking and, and explore different avenues creatively, whatever it may be, that sort of uh, you know trait or feature can be very helpful because you can see multiple different avenues, and then it's really just about like, okay, how can I just pick one that might be the best for the business or might be the best for my performance at work? And that's great. But when it comes to you know profound storyline, so to speak, decisions, it's really not. I don't. I have found that it's not a good method of of making these types of decisions. And I think in order to make big decisions in life that will set you up for future um, day-to-day stuff, you know, like the big picture items, I really think that you have to find some way to to see the intuitive guidance within you, to find that intuition. And like I said, there are just some things in life that I don't think you can answer that you can solve with reason and logic. There are just sometimes things you have to find within yourself and trust that and go that way, you know? And so what this experience for me, you know, it I I would say in terms of a surface level for my mental my mental well-being while I was down there and everything, it was negative, right? But on a very on a much deeper level, on a very um non-surface level, this experience was one of the most beneficial things that I have been through in my life to this to this point, because I really feel like this was a breaking down of the ego. Um, I know people, if anybody's familiar with like you know, there's certain drugs like mushrooms and and whatever that they call it ego death, right? You took so much that you had an ego death, and um, that can be scary, but it can also be really good and, and profound and I don't I wouldn't say that this was that extreme, but I do think that 
um, it was a breaking down of the ego of things that I thought I needed in my life or, or things that I, I, I thought that I should be doing because I am this type of person. I am smart. People will think of me better. Uh, people will be so proud of me. That's really when I, when I was being sort of broken down day after day of like, I don't, I don't really like this. I don't know what to do. Um, I started to look inwards because that's the only place that I could look, right? I won't, you know, explore too much into like my own conversations with God, but beyond just beyond that, it was like, I had to look inward. I had to find the answers from nobody or nothing else around me. Um, and just really trust what's going on in my system. And so I started to examine it. I thought, okay, you know, I don't think that I made this decision to go down to Florida in the best interest of my, of my system, like of myself, of my mind. I don't want to keep saying system, but you know, just, there's only so many ways you can frame this. Um, I don't think that I made that decision in the best interest of myself. And the reason I say that is because it was a great opportunity, right? It was a great opportunity. I had, you know, a business that I, I knew the systems of and I could build up from the, from the ground up. It was very tailored to my skill set. Like I said, it was in terms of the job, it was pretty much perfect, right? Minus the fact that I was running it by myself. That was uh, a kind of a big oversight in my planning that I thought would not be such a big deal that ended up being a pretty, you know, difficult thing to manage. Um, not even in terms of the work responsibilities, but just the social and mental aspect. But I digress. What I want to get to is that I had to look inwards and say like this decision that I made to go down to Florida just wasn't made from the, from my intuition. It was made from my ego. It was made from the fact that I thought that, you know, maybe I could handle more than I really could. I bit off more than I could chew. And also that on a, maybe not even on a conscious level of like an actively thinking, like people are going to be so proud of me. This is awesome. You know, I think on a subconscious level, I said, you know, I was telling people and um, even when I wasn't telling people, it was just still the matter of people are going to be so, you know, proud of me, my family, my friends, people are going to be like, he's really got it together. He's got it. And I think that was a coping tool. This decision was kind of like a coping tool for me to say, you know, to kind of get the acceptance. Um, I'm not sure that's the right word exactly, but the the praise or even just the without knowing it like the thoughts of other people would be better of my image right they would think i'm that much stronger that much smarter that much more responsible whatever it was um i i genuinely think that was a big you know those were the reasons why i made this decision um and again i i do think that this is all part of my my storyline this is part of god's plan for me in the sense that you know, he wanted me to make this decision through my ego so that I could learn that you can't do that anymore, right? Post-college, that sort of awakening kind of just hit, right? And I'm thankful that it hit now in the sense that, um, you know, a lot of people will, it'll kind of hit at different points in their life. And I'm just very grateful that this sort of like eye-opening, okay, dude, you got to grow up right? The way that you make decisions, it's not, 
Like you are your own person now entirely. There's no more backdrop, so to speak, of of college friends looking. You know, it, it's not. It's just not the case anymore. So you really have to make decisions that are going to suit your interests and your interests alone. And that's not to say to be selfish. I know that's kind of how it sounds, but I just mean in the sense of like stop looking uh, or stop making decisions consciously, unconsciously. It starts conscious, right? with people's perceptions of you in mind. And so I started to to think about this, right? I realized that, oh shit, you know, my decision to come to Florida, I think I made this not from a from the right place. I made this from a place of of uh, from the ego. And I said, you know what? Um, now I have to trust my guidance, right? I didn't do it once with this big decision, but I sure as hell gonna do it now. And I'm going to trust my guidance that's saying, hey, this is not the right fit right now. Get out of here, okay? And work harder for what actually best suits you back in New York um, with the other business, which is just as good, you know, um, if not better. So I think a big part of this experience was how can I how can I find that guidance? And I I, I don't have like a set formula for you guys um, or for myself to follow in order to like find that guidance and then learn from it. But I do think that there is a level of like, if you really sit down, be still and just think about the situation. Okay. Not like analyze, just actually put the decision in your mind. Ready? I'll kind of walk you through. You sit down, you go, okay, Florida move. And then just sit there and wait. Don't say Florida I feel this way because of this and this and this. Just sit there and say, okay, this Florida move, what is it, right? And let your mind sort of ramble on thoughts. It's going to throw in some things of like, I can do this. This is awesome. It might also throw some like, I'm scared. This is not right. But there will be something in your core. And I I quite literally mean like your core, right? Right in the middle of your chest where you feel it right? It's not a mental thing of like, I don't know if I can do this. Should I? Like, where am I going? It's a literal feeling in the core of like, okay, this is what I should trust, right? Because it's that one sort of beacon of light amongst the chaos. And once again, I don't know that this is like the perfect system and this is the way that it'll work in the future for me even but or for you guys, but I, I do think like this is what happened with me, where that intuitive guidance, that feeling really was burrowed in my core. And a lot of times I feel like we have those feelings come up, that intuitive guidance, like, you know, real gut feeling, so to speak. And we let our minds dismiss it, right? Because we we go instead of like going downstairs so downstairs in the system and checking in on that gut feeling and like trying to listen to it and see what it's actually saying we we close the door and we go right back up to the upstairs mind where the guy is at the office just do 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 like firing away right because we're so busy with life and we have so much to think about we just get stuck in that space think the door's locked when realistically all you got to do is open the door check downstairs and 
I know this sounds pretty funny in retrospect. I'm listening to myself say this and it sounds a little creepy, but I really do mean like the center of the core is where you can hear and find that guidance. So enough hippie talk for a second. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, building off of that, we talked about intuitive guidance, how to find it. I think this is a bigger discussion of like awareness. And I've talked about awareness a few times, but I really mean awareness in the sense of like, I, I, I listened to this podcast um, by Rob Deerdeck. I, I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with it. My buddy had put me on to his podcast and I thought, okay, it's Rob Deerdeck, the guy from, from ridiculousness. Like this is going to be kind of, kind of silly. And, um, sorry, I just have to drink some coffee. Um, yeah, this guy, Rob Deerdeck that you thought was just like this skater, ridiculous, uh, ridiculousness TV show host. He's actually a genius. Okay. On, on multiple different levels, um, you know, not to put him on a pedestal, but he really has cultivated like a great working system in his life where he optimizes his time, his energy, the way that he handles confrontations, all to like this, he calls it ultra awareness, right? And so I listened to this podcast the other day and I'm thinking, wow, like I want to be at that level. And what he basically says is like ultra awareness is like the um, the combination of time awareness, how you use your time, what your time is being put into and like the the effects of that, the outcomes of that. Then you also have like your energy awareness, how, and it's all interconnected. So just bear with me, but energy awareness, like how your, your emotional state, how you react to things, being aware of like when you get those triggers to be sad or to be angry and then say oh you know what that's not actually the case like that's not fully true i don't actually feel complete anger it's such a small thing um so time awareness energy awareness and i forget the last part of it um the last like awareness that he calls it but um you know essentially it's just this uh combination of these different um things of awareness just broken up into like time energy um, and whatnot. And he uses this concept of ultra awareness to help guide him in his life because he's at a point now where like, he's so happy consistently. And I guess happy is not even the right word because that implies temporary. He's like so joyful in his actions, in his life, things don't necessarily affect him. And I know you see some people that say, oh, you know, I don't get bothered. And, and sometimes they're they're lying, right? They're actually saying that from their ego to try to seem a certain way. But Rob has built up over the past five years, like tens of businesses, hundreds of millions of dollars. And that's not a, and I'm not saying that that's an indication of like complete joy and self-awareness by any means. Actually, a lot of people that are successful like that have the opposite. They don't have self-awareness sometimes. And so I think with him, he really found a way to optimize his energy, his time in terms of, you know, making sure that he's not getting easily triggered by things. And all of these things I was listening to and I say, you know what, like I want to, I want to get to that level. I'm not saying I'm going to be a venture capitalist starting businesses, $200 million profit sold and stuff in the next five years. But 
I want to get to a point where I have this ultra awareness so that I know like, am I optimizing my time and not just in a business context, but like just in life. So then I can better make decisions that, that follow my intuitive guidance that like support that guidance, I should say, you know, it, making it easier for me to say, okay, this is, if I say yes to this person, it's going to use an hour of my time and I won't feel good about it. Right? Like I'm not going to feel good that I did it. It's not that it was something bad. It's just that I don't, it, it didn't feel right in the system. And so the more you're able to like detach and kind of look at these things from a perspective of ultra awareness, right? It's kind of a cheesy term. I get it, but I still think it's very beneficial when you can start to look at it from like, okay, how is this decision going to affect my time? And how is that time use going to affect my gut, like my intuition, my gut feeling going forwards, right? You can also start to look at things on a bigger scale. Like how is this decision in the present or I should say, you know, well, you could say in the present or for the next day going to affect me. But then also, how is a decision going to affect me for a year, five years, right? And not every decision can or should be looked at with that that time frame. But I think it's important to like have the awareness, once again, to do something like that. Because a lot of people make decisions, including myself, where you don't think far in the future or the inverse, you only think too far in the future, or you only try to rectify something from the past by making this decision. And then you're not focused on the present. So it's really like a balance. He, from what I can understand, Rob has like a very, very, no one's perfect, but a very, very good balance of how he utilizes his time in terms of optimizing his emotional state, optimizing his mental state, finding joy and gratitude in his life. And all these things that, like I said, I, I want to and I'm going to work on getting towards. And as I continue to sort of, you know, dive into like, okay, how can I really track my time? How can I see, you know, the actual effects in action of like decisions that I make? How can I be more comfortable within myself to make certain decisions, to say no to people, to say yes to people, and then not you know, living life from a place of fear, but living it through a place of like profound awareness so that you can make the best decisions for your life and you can see the consequences in action. So as I find some of these things out, I'll keep bringing them to you guys. Like I said, this is just kind of introductory uh, stuff from what I heard on his podcast. But um, I just wanted to share that with you guys that I think there is something going here that I want to keep exploring and, and hopefully bring to you guys um, in a more succinct fashion because I know sometimes I tend to ramble and then get lost in the sauce and uh, yeah so we'll keep it short and sweet going forwards with some of these concepts but I think it'd be you know a great benefit to myself and definitely to you guys if you're uh, if you're listening so um, yeah I think I mean that's that's kind of where I wanted to go with this discussion I know I sort of talked about the whole, um, you know, in the intro, like how do you take a leap of faith decision and then realize that that's not the decision that was for you. But I kind of already explained that with Florida. Um, but just to quickly like touch on that, you know, it, it, it's tough and I'm starting to realize it more and more as I'm, you know, in the real world now to use that old term that your parents used to say, you're in the real world now that you're out of college. Um, 
I'm starting to realize that when you think you've made this massive decision, this perfect decision, right? Like all the stars align. This is so such a great opportunity. I'm starting to realize that not every opportunity is one for you, right? So I think a lot of times in life, and I guess you can even connect this to what I was just speaking about with ultra awareness and learning how to say no as it relates to your your gut feeling, your intuition. It's like a lot of times in life going forwards, I'm sure, I'm going to experience and get these these major opportunities thrown at me. But I don't actually think that every opportunity is meant for the taking. And I know that goes against like the social media culture that, you know, at least for my Instagram feeds and, and YouTube feeds where I see all these business people, like there's a meme going around right now with David Goggins. He's like, you know, you're not carrying the boats, like even on your rest days from the gym, but are you carrying the boats? And it's like that, I know that's a joke, but in a sense, that's like a real, like that really connects to what I'm, what I'm speaking on here in the sense that like, it's not commonplace anymore to just say like, I don't want this opportunity, not because I can't handle it, not because I don't have the capacity or the ability, but because it's not right for me right now. Right. So like, I think it's, it's a weird thing to say that, um, it's even weird for me to say it, even though I had the, I have the idea for it. Right. It's weird for me to say, I'm starting to learn that not every opportunity is one for me. And it's not that an opportunity is bad. It's not that it's going to lead me to like some down some dark road or, or whatever. That's not the, the consequences of an opportunity taken or not taken. You can only see like in action, right? You can't, you can try to theorize it and try to plan it, but it, that's, that's never really how it goes. You just figure it out once it's, once it's happened or you figure it out once it's not happened. And for me, based on this Florida thing, I'm starting to realize that, listen, you know, I had this fantastic opportunity. I mean, just think about it in theory, right? As a 21 year old for me, but anybody listening out there, you have, you get this opportunity thrown to you. Hey, do you want to go to Florida? Which if you're from New York, that's an instant yes, please, right? Like that's, you hear, do you want to go to Florida? Yes. You don't even care. And couple that with like, do you want to go to Florida for a job that you already know how to do and can do very well? Uh, yes. And do you want to go to Florida um, to help run an entire business, get like really good work experience? Uh, yes, please. So you just keep saying yes, yes, yes. That's that ego taking over. Like I can do this. This is awesome. Florida's cool. And then you make a decision, right? Like I made a decision that, th that I was going to take this opportunity long, you know, as I said earlier, it just wasn't the opportunity for me. It wasn't the right time for me. It's not that the business is not, I can't handle it. I'm, I'm underperforming. It just wasn't the right thing for me. And so, you know, I kind of say this as a plea to you guys, like when you feel like you're at a crossroads or even just like you're you're doing well, right? Things are going steady and you get this opportunity thrown to you. You know, of course, my first advice prior to some of the stuff I'm learning now, prior to this Florida thing would be like, take it, take the opportunity, like don't miss out on life. And in some ways that's true. But I think the more important piece of advice here is when you get an opportunity, 
don't just take like step back, right? Instead of stepping forward, first step back and assess. And not just, I don't mean assess in the sense of analyzing. You can do that. I don't think that analyzing the pros and cons and the different pathways of a decision is necessarily bad. I think you could start with that. Maybe just lay it all out there. Everything that you can think of, just lay it out there, right? On a paper or speaking with someone, whatever. But then like look inwards, really sit there. Like I said earlier, sit, put that idea in your head, just pop it in your head and then let the thoughts kind of spew and then try to open the door to the core. I'm going to coin that. That's trademark. Nobody else can use that. Open the door to the core. (laughs) Um, So really try to listen to that gut feeling because once you can discern, and it, it, it might not be like you sit down and you know it in five minutes, right? Sometimes you might have to sit down and you try to listen and you, you just don't hear anything concrete. And so you get up and you, you put it away for a second. And then, you know, assuming that you're not on a time crunch, which if it's a big life decision and you're on a, a phone call, having to make a decision now, then I already think that's a red flag. But anyways, take your time. Okay, that's something that I need to tell myself every day going forwards, especially with big decisions, but even with small ones, like take your time, right? There are so many things in life that if you speed through, you don't get to see and you don't get to experience the real, I guess, uh, nuances of it, like the good and the bad. I took this Florida thing and just ran with it, right? Tried to make it, you know, as good as I could get it while it was there. Because I, I, I was acting from a place of fear, again, right? From the ego, but a place of fear in the sense of, like, I don't want to lose this. I don't want to like screw up my life by not doing this. That's what it is. So I think really a good, another good way to tell how to trust that guidance is, are you acting from a place of, of gratitude and from guidance, right? Are you acting from a place of, of trust within yourself? that I might not know all the answers, but this this feels right. This genuinely feels right. And it doesn't mean that it will be right, but like at least you can say from your guidance, like this feels right. Or are you acting from a place of fear, from a place of pride and or fear to say like, I have the ability and if I don't do this now, I'll never do it. And I can't, you know, I can't miss out on this. My whole life depends on this. Like you start catastrophizing it. And I think it might not be easy to figure out at first. And I'm like I said, I'm still trying to figure that out. But I think I have the the right thought process with this stuff, at least for me. And, you know, going forwards, sometimes those big decisions, those big leap of faith moments were actually so that you could learn what the real leap of faith was, right? And for me, that was the leap of faith to say, like, I have to do what's right for me even though it was a big, big move and decision, having to drive all the way back to New York, I had to do what was right for me. So, you know, I I encourage you guys, um, if you have big decisions coming up or, you know, if you don't, but just take note of it, really before you step into an opportunity, don't just stand there and wait and then make a decision. Step back, like actually take a step back before taking a step forward. So, yeah, um, I know this is a bit longer of an episode than the the previous ones, um, with the exception of like the first episode. But uh, 
you know, I do think it's uh, long overdue. It's been more than a couple weeks now, and I want to just kind of spew some stuff out of you, um, but also give you guys some good advice and things that I learned that, you know, have really impacted me just in the past two weeks. I feel like I've learned so, so much, probably more in these last couple of weeks than I have at any period of time in my life up until this point, which is kind of crazy. So, um, you know, I hope you guys got some insight on this. Once again, I really love it when people reach out to me and offer me their perspectives, especially when they're different, right? Like it's great to see people say, you know, oh, I totally agree. And I love that. But I do love when people challenge me and say, well, I don't think that this is actually like the right way. And it allows me to open up my perspective. And then sometimes I can bring that out to my new episodes. So, um, you know, I encourage everyone um, listening, if they want to reach out to me, um, Instagram and email. And if you got my number, whatever, it's in the in the podcast stuff. Um, but yeah, I do love hearing from you guys and I really appreciate you guys listening and I hope, uh, you go about your day or days trusting that, that intuitive gut feeling, um, open the door to the core trademarked, right? Just have to put that out there a second time trademarked. Um, and, uh, yeah, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and, uh, peace. Peace.